The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. The T-Biz Podcast and blog connect you directly to experts in the tea lands. Listen as their voices reveal the news, innovations, cultural insights, and consumer trends that most impact the industry. Paired with Tea Journey, a digital magazine for tea enthusiasts, the T-Biz portal is a global resource for everyone who loves tea. Hello, everyone. May 21st is the United Nations International Tea Day, an event celebrated worldwide. Visit the T-Biz blog for links to national and regional activities. Here are this week's headlines. The cost of shipping tea is near the pre-pandemic normal and falling. In May, the Drury Container Composite Price was $1,741 for a 40-foot container. Andrew Yule Tea in India sets an export record four times greater than its previous year-on-year. Market researchers predict nitrogen-infused tea will experience double-digit growth. Plus, T-Biz travels to Sri Lanka this week to the foot of Adams Peak, where Forest Hill tea founder Budika Desanyaka led us on a hike to a forest of 900 trees growing wild on an estate abandoned 135 years ago. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliftia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. Price of shipping commodities, including tea, has returned to normal as containers become more plentiful and prices dip to $850 TEU as import delays abate. Executives of major shipping and air freight companies report an increase in long-term contracts that signal an end to, quote, the gloom and doom, end quote, according to a report by Bloomberg News. The exception is the Black Sea routes disrupted by hostilities following the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Black Sea ports in Ukraine, Russia, and Georgia normally land great quantities of tea grown in India, Africa, and Sri Lanka, as well as re-exports from Dubai, UAE. Before the February 2022 invasion, much of the tea bound for Russia was offloaded in Ukraine. Now tea is routed to Turkey and Georgia in ports as distant as Vladivostok, where Vietnam shipped 10,000 metric tons of black tea in 2022. According to Horty Daily, westbound India-Europe shipments to London, or Rotterdam, were 850 per 20-foot container and 950 per 40-foot container in April. Rates for Chinese tea from Shanghai shipped to Los Angeles were $1,027. Drury's Composite World Container Index 
decreased by 1% the week of May 11th to $1,741, down from nearly $8,000 per container in May 2022. In February 2020, Drury reported a composite price of $1,474 per container. By September 2021, at the height of the pandemic, rates for 40-foot containers had surged to $12,172. The cost of transporting tea spiked again at $11,030 per container during the first quarter of 2022. But by late 2022, the average price for shipping a TEU, a 20-foot equivalent, from India to Europe was around $1,500. Slowing economies and excess capacity have since led to a decline and a fall in prices of approximately 20%. Freightways reports container rates have been falling for months, but, quote, have not hit bottom, end quote. Spot indexes are not plummeting like in the second half of 2022, but they're still inching downward week after week, according to Freightways. Quote, the market bottom is proving elusive as transport capacity continues to exceed demand, writes Freightways, adding, different spot indexes put different rate assessments, but the directional trends are generally the same. Andrew Yule, India's only government-owned tea enterprise, reported a 431% year-over-year increase in exports in 2022. The Minister for Heavy Industries, Mahendra Nath Pandle, called the achievement, quote, a testament to quality and innovation in the tea industry. AYCL, headquartered in Kolkata, operates 15 Assam and West Bengal tea gardens. Andrew Yule was established in 1863. It was acquired as a general public sector enterprise, a CPSE, in 1979. New projects include a retail venture comprising 50 tea kiosks under development in West Bengal and a tea resort at the MIM Tea Estate in Darjeeling. Andrew Ewell markets branded tea in packets. Principal trading partners for its bulk tea include UAE, the UK, and Poland. Teas for export include specialty grades like Moondrop, Silver Needle, and Wulong, as well as Orthodox, Cut Tear, and Curl, CTCs. The successful launch of nitrogen-infused coffee led to experiments with many beverages. Enthusiasts included tea professionals at Starbucks and Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, which introduced their versions in 2021. Pure Leaf introduced a bottled version in 2019, and East Forge, an Australian tea company, has been producing nitro-infused tea in cans since 2020. Sales in both food service and ready-to-drink have been brisk. Nitro-infused tea is on trend, aligned with consumers' preferences for healthful, familiar-tasting drinks in new formats. The nitrogen bubbles give the tea a creamy texture and a smooth taste capped with a head of foam. Teas are generally flavored. Pure Leaf adds mint to its green tea and honey to its black tea. The market is currently valued at $25 million. With the health benefits associated with teas, such as antioxidants and other beneficial compounds, nitrogen-infused tea is a potentially appealing option for health-conscious consumers 
looking for a refreshing and flavorful alternative to traditional tea, according to analysts at FactMR. The market research firm recently released a nitro-infused tea market report on the segment. FactMR estimates the global market for nitrogen-infused tea will reach 161.2 million by 2033, expanding from a small base at a high-value CAGR combined annual growth rate estimated at 20.5%. The segment is much smaller than nitro coffee, but nitro-infused teas provide, quote, a convenient and quick way for consumers to enjoy. The trend is especially popular in food service establishments, including cafes where customers can quickly grab a refreshing and unique beverage on the go, according to the fact MR analysts. The study divulges essential insights into the market based on types of tea, which include black, green, herbal, fruit-infused matcha green tea, and on the distribution channels, which include supermarkets, convenience stores, online stores, across five major regions of the world. Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on tea auction prices for sale 17. India tea price report for sale 18, the week ending 6th May 2023. With the International Tea Day coming up on 21st May, the Nilgiris will play host to a tea tourism festival. And this is part of the Tea Board of India's attempts to promote Nilgiris tea in the region. So on the 21st, there'll be a buyer-seller conference and teas made by small tea growers will also be showcased in key locations across Uti and Kunur, the region's main towns. And a tea exhibition will be held at the famous Sims Park on the 22nd. Tea factories will also be opened for tourists that weekend. In auctions, sale 18 saw good demand in Kolkata for all tea grades. Exporters were active for dust and for Darjeeling. The prices were lower than sale 17 and also lower than sale 18 of 2022. And the only exception here is Darjeeling because uh, the volume this year is significantly lower than last year. Sale 18 in 2022 had nearly 60,000 kilos of Darjeeling, whereas this year we see about 15,676 kilos. Consequently, prices between last year and this year for sale 18 for Darjeeling tea was 547 rupees last year and 857 rupees per kilo this year. In Guwahati, there was fair demand for both leaf and dust grades. Tata Consumer Products was active. Prices, however, were, lo- were lower than both sales 17 of this year and sale 18 of last year. In the south, Cochin saw good demand for orthodox leaf and dust, with a 98% sale volume for orthodox leaf. Orthodox tea also saw a strong demand in Kunur. Major blenders were active, although Tata Consumer Products has been missed for the second week in a row. In weather, the week be- begins with a light with light rain in Darjeeling, but dry weather is predicted for most of the week in North Bengal. Isolated rain is likely in northeast Assam, but again, mostly dry weather expected. In the south, too, the week begins with heavy rain in the Nilgiris before dry weather arrives. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hello, I'm Bogdan, a passionate tea drinker and the inventor of the ultimate tea machine, the Brewmaker One. Preparation is key to making fine tea. 
sequential steepings deliver the best taste possible and unlock the true value of whole leaf teas and botanicals. Brew automates that process without using any pots or capsules. This simple to operate smartphone control device stores steeping profiles to consistently make great tea at the push of a button. Brew also reduces time, waste and energy. That's because I engineered the brew to remember control settings for temperature, brewing time and quantity. Using my patented process lets you stack steep simply and conveniently. T-Biz travels to Sri Lanka this week to the foot of Adams Peak, where Forest Hill founder Bidika Disyanka is leading a hike to a forest of 900 trees that grew wild on an estate abandoned 140 years ago. Millions of tea trees, first introduced in 1867, can be found along the 268-mile length of Sri Lanka, a tropical paradise of tea estates that today employ 1.5 million people. The trees at Wernigala Tea Estate, established in 1890 by Scottish planters, now rise 40 to 50 feet into the rainforest canopy on the slopes of the sacred Tripada mountain range. Pluckers climb into the trees to retrieve green leaves for tea making. We've traveled a long, winding road, crossed narrow bridges over fast-moving streams to reach a forest of tea trees 2,900 feet above Sri Lanka's shores. Joining us to talk about opportunities in specialty tea is Budaka Disiyanka, one of many smallholders that have energized the tea sector. This new generation of rural entrepreneurs produce much of the tea grown in Sri Lanka, one of the world's top tea-producing countries. This tea forest is quite remarkable, Bhutika. Thanks for coming all the way from uh, U.S. to here. And uh, I'm Buddhika. I'm a professionally tea planter. Just after schooling, I joined planting sector as a very junior assistant superintendent. And I continued my career up to 15, 16 years and became uh, one of the youngest superintendents in Uwa region, Sri Lanka. And then I thought to start something extraordinary entrepreneurship. So, uh, actually, I did a lot of research. Uh, what can I do? Because I have uh, uh, good knowledge on tea. Will you describe the pristine waterfalls and the hillsides, talk about the forest, and discuss the diversity of wildlife and animal life, plant life, and how that improves the tea? Yeah, exactly. So, this uh, estate has been originally planted by the Scottish planters during the rule and uh, 140 years back. And they just abandoned. What has happened literally, the estate has been reclaimed by the forest over a century without human touch. So actually they brought original seed from India, Assam and Yunnan province of uh, uh, China. So we have both the varieties growing in the forest. One is uh, Camellia sinensis sinensis and the Camellia sinensis asamica. During the, uh, during our century, the, it has developed very thick biodiversity, animals are roaming, different uh, species growing and uh, spices growing. So it, it gives to different character into our wild tea. 
and the root structure such so uh, actually tap fruit has gone down and down and down absorbs so top quality minerals into tea we focus on the very high quality leaf to uh, craft our teas so it it has very different uh, uh, actually different characteristic uh, in our tea so this is a tea blended by nature bitterka the two species often don't grow side by side but because of the unique nature and microclimates in sri lanka we have an opportunity to see mature trees join together to create a biofauna tea is the dominant tree in the forest and all of the secondary plants surrounding the tea tea is the dominant tree in the forest with all the secondary plants surrounding it it's a situation in which the teas live together in harmony so this is a tea blended by nature the two species don't often grow side by side but because of the unique nature and microclimates in sri lanka we have an opportunity to see mature trees join together to create a biofauna it's a situation in which the trees live together in harmony yeah yeah it's actually gives very unique character we proceed 2 kilometers climbing a wash that serves as a service road until we see the edge of the forest now we are in the forest this is uh, uh, camellia sinensis asamicala type of uh, tea trees actually this is uh, small tree trees so we have lot of uh, big tea trees and uh, this is actually uh, quite we have plenty of asamica but we have very less amount of camellia sinensis sinensis uh, so actually uh, these teas are living harmony with forest uh you can see this is wow this is uh, camellia sinensis sinensis tea growing actually we have very less amount of this kind of tea trees so we make lot of uh, uh our green teas from this uh, variety and this is very shuttle very smooth tea uh, in fact uh, actually uh, we have actually identified this uh, different uh, uh, variety both varieties growing in the same place uh so we also notice lot of uh, original spices growing in the forest actually of the original uh, prints so we notice uh, wild pepper wild cardamom wild clove wild cinnamon uh we also uh, source those uh, spices for our uh, natural blends we make lot of uh, natural blends uh, 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 about uh, this uh, artisanal uh, natural uh, spice blends So we uh, actually source our spices also in very sustainable manner so we don't disturb the diversity in the forest we just uh, harvest uh, and uh, uh, in the season and we go back to our factory and we do our blending and uh, that is how we preserve this nature Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast Would you like to learn more from our global network of tea biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the Tea Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week.
Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.